0: Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. So last week, I attended a CMO panel discussion. It was sponsored by AMA Triangle, and it included CMOs from SAS, Blue Cross Blue Shield, and a couple of other independent medium to small business CMOs. One of those people stood out to me. Not only was he about a foot and a half taller than anybody on the stage, but he seemed to communicate with less marketing jargon and more of a down-to-earth approach. He certainly resonated with me because he had an educational and common sense way of answering the questions. His name was Frank Pollack, and he's currently the CMO of a couple of startups, but he also teaches at Duke University. One particular line that he said was, the devil is in the data. Now, I've heard the phrase that the devil is in the details. So does that mean that the details in the data are the devil? Things that make you go, hmm. Now, you may or may not be aware of the fact that Google is changing analytics. UA is going away on July 1st and GA4 is going to replace it. The problem is not that you just have to learn a whole new interface, but it also changes how data is gathered and reported. Also, all of your historical data, hits, engagement, and everything else is going away and inaccessible as of July first, 2023. In my case, and with many of my clients, it means that years of data have been rendered useless and unreadable in a way that we've learned to embrace and measure it. There are ways to export the data that range from free to $100 or more a month. So getting the data out of Universal Google Analytics is not impossible, but viewing it the way we've been used to creates a whole new challenge. The simple way to preserve it is export the data and create reports and then export them to a CSV or PDF. Now, those are static snapshots, like taking a picture. Currently, it's more of a dynamic system that you can manipulate and watch over time and learn from trends. Luckily, I heard about this over a year ago. So we created GA4 accounts to preserve some of that historical data for myself and our clients. So whether you find a way to export the data, print out reports along the way, or simply just don't care about your past, the way that you will look at your website data has changed forever. Google acquired analytics back in 2005 and it continued to evolve since. The main purpose was to provide website owners and marketers with tools to track traffic, behavior, and more. One of the major underlying benefits was the fact that you could compare apples to apples. In other words, view your website across other websites, industries, and platforms to benchmark your performance against similar style sites. Google's underlying purpose, though, was to help them facilitate the sale of ads. Obviously, if you saw traffic going down, you want to increase it. And Google lets you know, boy, by purchasing ads, you can increase it and get more traffic to specific pages or something you're selling. The whole system is based on search engine optimization, which is still around today, but Universal Analytics relied on a tracking code and cookies to gather data where GA4 uses a global site tag, which allows you to collect more granular event data, which can be used to track conversations and sales. Another major difference is UA or Universal Analytics is based on sessions and the number of times people came back to your website. GA4 uses each interaction as an individual event, which does allow for more detailed analysis of individual users' behavior. So, even though the old way offered everybody consistent information that could be benchmarked against other websites, the new GA4 system allows you to customize what you see and how you look at it as reports or widgets. The reviews are still coming in from various users and experts across the internet. They kind of share a love-hate relationship with the new format. Some of that can be equated to people who just don't like change, while others simply don't like the look and feel of the new format, and it doesn't fit their needs. The ones who love it are totally digging the way you can customize the reports to get to specific data about how you can implement it in your business model. Next, I'll tell you why it's both a blessing and a curse. After spending some time playing around with the new interface and reporting, I found a few things that I really love. If you have a really big website, it's, it's kind of hard to track data to hundreds of pages and get anything but a list of what gets the most hits. Or insert your desired result here. Although it's handy to see traffic hits and time on the site, it's even more beneficial to see trends. So let's say there's a specific set of pages that deal with a technology or media type. You can actually create reports that segment that out and let you see trends that you could not see in the old format. The other major benefit is the fact that you can create those reports and you can save them and get back to them fairly easily. You could achieve almost a similar result in the universal form, but you had to start with standardized reports and then filter in different ways and then save those, which made it really hard to get back to them and use them over time. I think the big curse here is with power. Comes responsibility. You have to make decisions about what you want to see and why and then learn how to pull all that data and format it in a way that makes sense for the average user. This is not only a challenge but it's a major task. Luckily for myself and my clients, I have an expert who works with both versions of Google analytics and can help us decipher what's possible and then implement it and change it over time. But I do feel sorry for the person that does not want to spend hours or days or months learning the ins and outs of working a system that used to be easy and is signing in to look at predefined reports. Also, If you wanted to, you could basically just start out replicating what you're used to seeing and then get more sophisticated over time. But sooner or later, you're gonna have to have a discussion about what data is important to you and your business, and how do you want it formatted, and what can you do with those results. So let me leave you with some final thoughts. I believe Frank was right. The devil is in the data. The devil is also in the details that you choose to analyze from the data. But he also had a couple other quips that I thought were interesting. He said that nothing is new in marketing. Podcasting is just 1950s radio on demand, and content marketing was cooking classes in the 1940s for the wives of servicemen overseas. As fast as things change, the principles remain the same. Marketing and the tools we use to measure it are just like a tape measure in the tool belt of strategic marketing that's used to generate sales. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Have questions? send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com until next time keep sizzling and remember it's all about the bacon